Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And in this episode, we're talking about a film called Thelma. Uh, and why are we talking about a film called Thelma? Now, we don't always need a reason. Sometimes we just pick a movie and talk about it. But this is an episode where the movie came from the crypt. What is the crypt, you may ask? It's been a while. <laughs> Was that a creaking noise, Tim? Yeah, I was opening up the crypt. Okay, all right. Yeah, we should probably get some sound effects. Yeah, we'll do some crypt sound effects and maybe a little oh, CGI they... animation at the bottom where the crypt opens up <laughs> and out pops the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look no further. I mean, I'll, I'll be your Michael Winslow. <laughs> Let's make uh, whatever noise effects you need. All the, all the kids at home are like, who's Michael Winslow? It's like, watch Police Academy, <laughs> children. Watch Police Academy. So, or maybe not. Maybe don't watch it. <laughs> I mean... I grew up in those movies. If you want to get the reference, sure. Yeah, I grew up in those movies, so I I, I can justify six of them. <laughs> okay, yeah. I Fair. even I can't stomach the seventh one though. That seventh one is painful. Even as a kid, I hated that seventh one. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so this is a what is the crypt? The crypt is a, a to do list of movies of uh, movies that have been submitted by our patrons over at the five dollar tier on Patreon dot com slash TV. Uh, they get to submit films to this list. Everyone can see the list. The list is in the description below if you want to look at it. Um, and every so often we'll pick one out of the list or we'll put them up for a vote on Patreon uh, and we'll do one. So it's been a little while, so we thought we better do a, a, a crypt pick. So here we are. This is a crypt pick. This is Thelma. So we're going to do that. Uh, what is Thelma? Thelma is a Norwegian film. It's a prequel to uh, where before she meets Louise. It's uh... <laughs> that was terrible. It's like it's like you can think of one person named Thelma. I'm going to crack a joke about that Thelma. Oh, I'm sorry. How many Thelmas do you know? The point is though that the point is not that I know more more Thelmas than you. So I know that I don't know a lot. So I'm going to not just scrape the bottom of the barrel for my joke <laughs> alright well then what is your joke I don't have a joke at this particular point in time oh Tim. okay okay alright alright there'll be jokes <laughs> coming later the, look there'll be jokes coming later such you, a hater you strap in Tim you strap in because the jokes coming later are going to give you whiplash alright you're going to get whiplash from laughing so hard and then <laughs> sue you <laughs> <laughs> Sue me, yes. So, <laughs> Thelma is a is a Norwegian film, and it is about a, a college age girl who's been off to college. She's left her very religious parents, and she starts having seizures uh, throughout the film. But it turns out the seizures are actually a side effect of something that may be some kind of of power, some sort of supernatural power that she possesses, and that's kind of what the film explores. Um, so that's all I'll say. Obviously, we'll start spoiler free. And we'll warn you about spoilers somewhere in the middle before we go into them. Uh, so that's what we'll do. Um, so I, I think the first thing I want to say before I even ask you your opinion on the film, Tim, oh, okay. <laughs> is that we, when it comes to the crypt and the the, the our patrons mm. submitting movies to the crypt, we just have to kind oh, of okay. take it take it for granted that they're picking <laughs> horror movies because that's kind of the the, the, the point of the show. Um, I don't have it in yeah. front of me who picked this one. I would, I mean. It's slightly a horror movie. Slightly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can like I. Uh, it, it's not like completely off base. Like it, you know, it, it's not like they picked, um, you know, what's eating Gilbert Grape or something. Where oh you're sure, like, oh, wait yeah. A minute. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind like, of like I can see the case for this. It's like two steps 
away from something like Carrie or maybe even like a Rosemary's Baby where it's all all about the build, right? But yeah. the build in this one, again, no spoilers, but it never really quite turns into a horror. It, like, there's, there's a lot of moments where I think it's going to turn into a horror movie and then it doesn't quite ever really go there. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. If that's not what it is, that's not what it is. But... I just I, I thought it was worth mentioning because people you know say screams after midnight they think oh it's another horror movie to add to the list I would just warn you that this isn't really that much of a horror movie all things considered yeah no that, I think that's definitely fair so yeah well, it's, you know um, I think it's worth pointing out but without further ado Tim yeah did you enjoy Thelma uh, I I would say mildly so like I did uh, I think it's a very well made movie. And um, I would say, you know, if it's one or the other, either you liked it or you didn't like it, I would, you know, lean more towards liking it. Uh, I just, you know, I, I thought it was a little slow at parts. Like, uh, that's my one complaint. But, I mean, I, I will say, though, that it was well made. Like, the cinematography was really good. Like, there's some really, really pretty looking shots in this. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, it's, the opening shot is this, like, big vista of, like, this uh, frozen lake. And it's the ice. Yeah. But, What's really nice about it, I thought, is that it's not like the, the solid white ice that I'm used to seeing. It was like very <laughs> dark because you could still kind of see the water underneath it. It was a, it was a really interesting visual. Uh, direction yeah. was pretty solid. Um, you mentioned the, the the pacing there. I would agree it's probably a bit too long. It's actually it's just hitting two hours just under. Yeah. So uh, that was a bit long for what it is. Um, I I I liked it well enough. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of strengths in the direction, um, especially in the first half of the movie. I I think for me bizarrely my biggest problem with it is that i actually think the first half of the movie is the better half when it doesn't mm-hmm. really go into the actual like power or supernatural thing yet because the, oh yeah the weird thing about this movie i think is that the power and what the parents are like how they're dealing with her having this power and the secrets of like her as a child and all that like all of that is like a metaphor for something but the first half of the movie it just does it without the metaphor <laughs> and yeah, I think that was actually stronger but it's actually kind of weird that you have both the, the real version and the metaphor in the same movie like back to back like that, I thought it was strange <laughs> I mean, I yeah no, that, that's definitely a good point, uh, yeah because like the more interesting stuff is actually I think the um, you know and maybe something that you don't really see uh, explored as often is this kind of you know this stuff about christianity and and i think like her kind of you know being raised in this christian family and then going off to you know colleges which you know uh are younger kids and stuff and then uh you know especially nowadays there are a lot of people that like you know i think some of the most like interesting stuff was uh when she's hanging out with other classmates and the kind of like questionnaire like oh you're christian that's weird like how like what is that like because hmm. uh, yeah you know not not that many not that there's anything wrong with being like you know religious or whatever like uh you know to each their own but uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, there are people that, you know, do see that as being kind of weird nowadays. And I think a lot of that stuff was a lot more interesting than, yeah, the kind of power stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the film is largely about her exploring her sexuality in the first half of the film. Yeah. Um, and how how that kind of like makes her feel because she's raised as a hardcore Christian and, you know, she, she's never really explored any of that before. Um, but the first half of the film, other than the seizures, which, you know, at the time in the first half of the film, just feel like a medical condition. They just feel like, no, she's having seizures. Like, yeah. there's a couple of weird things attached to them, but it's not much. 
but then the second half of the film and it goes full on into oh there's like something connected to this and it's like this more powerful thing and blah 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 it was almost less interesting because it was doing such a good job in the first half of just being a drama about this girl like exploring her sexuality how like the guilt she feels about that and then the second half of the movie the power and how the like how she's scared of it and the parents dealing with it it's all a metaphor for that same topic so it's just it was weird to me to like but we just did the real thing we were already doing it we didn't have to like like, it's okay to have an analogy it's okay to have like a horror movie or a sci-fi movie that's actually about something very real and simple not simple but very real like that um that's that's a great way of doing it but it's weird to do both yeah and yeah, and often a lot of times we see like some of the you know i would say you know a lot of the best horror movies end up being uh you know these ones that are you know a, like a analogy for something else so it, it's yeah. a you know horror and sci-fi is like a great medium uh to do that but um this it's is like, almost like the movie this reminded me most of to a point and again to a point was raw remember raw last year we watched yeah, that yeah, yeah. where it was again it was a college-age girl coming of age story um, and the whole cannibalism thing was just a metaphor for like her becoming unleashed and like letting herself out essentially um, and I was getting vibes of that early on in this and but this again this one just kind of does everything straight face up value and then then goes into the metaphor afterwards and it was just a little bit strange I'm like I almost didn't need the back half of the movie beyond you know a couple of points I don't know but, yeah definitely you know and then uh no I, I will also I'll give it another compliment too. Uh, oh, sure. I really like the uh, the main actress, uh, you know, the titular mm. Thelma, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought she was fantastic. <laughs> the um, titular Thelma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Tell Thelma. Um, let me just get her name here so we can actually. I'll, I'll we can butcher her name if it's something weird. Uh, uh, well, it's a little bit weird. I think it's just Ellie though. Uh, Ellie Harbo is her name. Okay. Uh, there you go uh, but no I, I thought she was fantastic and she's always like really uh, enjoyable to see on screen and then uh, you know as well with uh, you know her love interest I thought they you know they were both like yeah uh, I, I think we mentioned this before sometimes with um, uh, foreign movies it's harder to tell if someone's like a good or act, you know actress or actor or whatever uh, when you don't speak the language but I still thought that they were both like really you know captivating and they felt like very genuine oh so, sure yeah you know, it was always good Is to see them very natural performance i really bought her as this kind of uh social outcast essentially and as someone who's a bit of a social i mean not at this extreme but as someone who's a bit of a social outcast i you know i i recognize some of the like the, the stuff that i really connected to in this because i actually kind of experienced part of this was early on in the film there's kind of like a couple of scenes of her um where she's at, at college right but she doesn't know anyone and i remember going through this where I went to college and I remember feeling like almost everyone else came with some friends. Like they, they, it's like, you know, most people, because I went a year later, so most people had came straight from school and they'd came as groups of friends. They, they you know, they, they intentionally went to the same place so they'd, they'd yeah. have each other. And I remember feeling like I was a loner surrounded by people who all knew each other. I remember that feeling. Um, so I actually really connected with that part of it because I, I was like, oh, that's true to life. I remember feeling that way. Co- college, oh, yeah, if, you, if you go alone and it's mostly other groups who already know each other, it feels so freaking lonely. It really does. It is it is like yeah. torture for that first little while. Because um, it's, it's easier if everyone's alone because then you just you all have to kind of try and get to know each other yeah. at the same time. But when it's lots of people who do know each other and you're like one of the few who don't, it's just kind of like, oh, uh, you know so i I got that i got that part of it 
and yeah. my cat's kicking yeah. my water. <laughs> yeah, I, I had like a couple of friends um, that we all went to the same college together, so we would like um, we room together and we'd hang out and stuff. But then like we all had completely different you know majors and stuff, so you know we'd see each other like you know whenever when we're hanging out. But then like once you'd actually go to class and like yeah i knew absolutely no one in class and like yeah it is definitely like you know difficult like yeah you don't have anyone to sit next to and it's weird and if you get you know if you're gonna have to do a group project you don't really want to like approach people and stuff it's uh i i can get that yeah i mean when i that was like my first attempt to go into a uh, university my my second attempt when i when i focused on like uh tv and filmmaking um that was a very different structure and it was like we were basically putting a tight almost a classroom sized group right away and it was like so it was very easy to just quickly you know get to know each other and you know so that was much easier but again that was a very specific different type of course that just kind of let led itself to especially since that was always working with each other you'd always be set out in groups and you'd always just kind of get to know yeah. each other um but the, the first time when i tried to do a uh, uh, like well, history and couple other things that was that was i think that was technically my major but like um that, that was a that was a soul-destroying mind-numbing experience <laughs> partly because i also thought it was like, really boring but <laughs> i feel like everyone wants to like I, I knew so many people that wanted to like you know major in history because it just it sounds cool and interesting but then i feel like once you kind of realize like oh, like what am i gonna do with this like, well, it's gonna I, I liked history in school um i thought the way it was taught in school i quite enjoyed um, you know, a, a week of doing history at university was like, oh my, I hate this. I hate it with a passion. Um, <laughs> no, no one's actually really like. I, I felt the lectures didn't really tell me much, and then, uh, I don't know. This is actually getting me off topic, but I, I just like, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was taught. Uh, more, more than anything else. Um, but yeah, so so that, I connected that that part of the film. That felt true to me. And her, like, everything with her just, like, feeling insecure and, you know, she doesn't drink. And, it's, again, actually, this is something I can also relate to because I don't drink at all. Now, I don't have a reason for it. Like, this is one of these things where when I tell people that I don't drink, they, you know, they give me that look. It's like, I mean, especially, and I've noticed how different it gets as I get older because when I was younger, I would just immediately get the, what, why? Um, now that I'm a little bit older and I'm old enough that I could have a drinking problem that I'm, I'm over... <laughs> people are like oh are you are you a recovering alcoholic i'm like no i'm, I'm not I've, I've never i've just never drank um but people think that's weird and she does that scene in this movie where you know the, the girls are like wait you don't drink that's weird why not and her she's got a reason she's a hardcore christian and her parents raised her not to drink and um that's just who she is um but of course that's part of her coming of age is she kind of you know lets us hear down a little bit and and tries but i think what i love about the performance is that she always feels like it always feels like a real moment where she's sort of giving in to the peer pressure to do it. And she kind of wants oh, yeah. to do it, but it's also kind of scary. And she's kind of worried about doing it, but she's also kind of, like, excited. But, you know, I, every time it happens, I feel the the, the pull of both sides in her, in her, like, her emotions, you know, from, from her performance. Yeah, definitely. So it's very I, like, good. Like, a lot of times she, yeah, like, and a lot of times she has, like, the smile on her face, which kind of, you know, looks like, you know, it, it's like an awkward, like, Oh, I'm smiling, but at the same time, I'm really nervous and scared on the inside. Yeah, which uh, yeah, I thought that was impressive. She's a very relatable character, despite the the ridiculous yeah. you know stuff that <laughs> happens later on. She's very relatable for a long time, um, very natural, and you really kind of root for her. Um, 
you know during the the the, the film and that's why it was i was kind of thinking in the back of my head like okay i know i know just from the premise that she's got this power related to the the seizures and is this going to go down some sort of carry route where she goes you know ballistic and evil by the end you know where is it going with this um and obviously we'll save that for spoilers but i, I it, it, that was almost like a deterrent in the movie because i was i kept second guessing like oh sh- should i not be getting too attached am i going to be annoyed that i care this much come later on like yeah you know i was concerned about that yeah yeah um i mean yeah (laughs) it's kind of hard to like again i don't want to complain too much because like it's it like you're saying like i don't know maybe it's expectations too much if you know that there's like a sci-fi or horror angle to it yeah you keep waiting for it to pop up uh so um part of me like like i don't want to say i was getting like you know super bored or anything but you know i was starting to feel like a drag at at some points and uh i do wonder though if part of that is because it's like all right so when are we going to get to the you know the twist or whatever or the unveiling of powers or or whatnot you know like if i was just coming in to add like oh this is like a really you know interesting like uh you know drama about this girl kind of going to college and discovering herself and dealing with like her sexuality and religious upbringing like then you might be like more into it and be like oh okay like yeah this is cool um but i, I don't know it's, it's kind of weird i mean for me that was the effect of stuff what once it got got to the power because the power itself when it comes up like it is quite devastating and you get like how this could be like a big deal but i felt like after that they kind of didn't really use it all that much like it, it or, or not to the extent that it really felt like they'd really like explored it and because I immediately asked, the, you know, asked a question, and it kind of got answered by the end. But it was like, why hasn't this been asked immediately? Why, why isn't this like something that she's like questioning and thinking about and talking about? And you know, it was, it was uh, just a little bit frustrating in that regard the way it like handled that once it got to it. But um, like I yeah. said, so the performances are very good. It's shot very well. I think the opening scene's fantastic. Uh, the the opening scene, yeah. not, not only does it look great, but just what happens in it. Um, you know, it's a flashback to when she was a oh, little yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah and the dad's taking her hunting and again this is the opening scene so i think this is kind of safe to say what this is before spoilers but she she's with him as the dad's hunting and they find a deer and then in the snow it's winter and he he he's like Shh, don't say anything right and she's got her eyes on the deer and he pulls up his gun and again this is the opening scene i have no idea like you know you know all on what i've read in the, the premise what, what this movie is and the dad like turns the gun to the beha- the back of her head, and you're like, what? Why? And I mean, because it's really good because and he, he actually chickens out. He ends up like not doing it, and then she turns around after he's already put the gun down, never knowing that her dad was almost about to blow her head off. And because it immediately makes you go, why does he think this? Like, you know, assuming that he's not just like an evil crazy man, because he doesn't seem like he is. Like, the, you know, the, the look in his face is not telling. You know, doesn't say to me, oh, I'm a raven lunatic who wants to kill my daughter. Mm-hmm. It, it says that he thinks he should do this but he can't go through with it and that's interesting yeah. it's like okay what did she do what is this power that he thinks that is better off just to kill her now like wh- what is it yeah. so that's, that's effective I, I think that was a yeah just a fantastic scene and it hooked me in right away it's just like you know because immediately you're thinking like ooh, okay so this uh you know is this girl like a, a demon or something she has these powers it's like you know the dad's afraid of her she's like a weird creepy kid what's going on but it, it sounds like a cool uh 
you know effective scene that hooks you right away but then it's like an hour of like not even like going back to that at all like it's it's such like a you know if that's what you think you're in for like you know even though like the next hour there's like a lot of good character building and stuff it still feels like you know kind of a screeching halt to you know what you kind of originally set up to think is you know gonna happen yeah i mean i think i'm okay with it being a slow burn i I think i I think yeah again i keep going back to it but my main problem is is that once it actually gets to that stuff it's just not as interesting as the the actual drama of it um uh, I mean, that's yeah. to say there's not good at any good elements in there because there absolutely is. Um, I think the 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 really big thing she does, like sort of, just after halfway, like I think that's an effective moment. I think it's an effective like you know just an idea. Like okay, what if? Um, and that's interesting. But uh, like again, I, I just I come back to why did we need the metaphor if we were just going to do the the actual thing so well in the first half. True. But I don't know, that's just the way I'm looking at it. But I think we'll go into spoilers then so we can talk about it a bit more freely. But yeah. I, I do think it's worth watching, though, just before we do go into spoilers. I, I think it's worth checking out. Um, definitely, oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, definitely go into it not thinking it's a full-on horror movie, though. Um, it's more of yeah. a character drama, and but it's well-directed, it's well-acted, and uh, there's some really, really great scenes in it. So I, I do think it's worth watching, even if it's a little bit long and it is a little bit less interesting once it actually starts dealing with the uh, the supernatural element. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So her power is that she she can basically make things happen, uh, specifically uh, move people or make them disappear. Um, and she doesn't control this; she doesn't know about it. Uh, and we see in the flashback that she did this to her little brother, right? And as soon as it like cut to a flashback later on with, with the baby brother, I'm like, oh, what did she do to the brother? Because the brother's not there, like at all. Yeah, and the rest of the movie. The mother's also in a wheelchair, and I thought they were going to get like a scene where, yeah, and I guess we kind of did. I guess because after the the what happens to the brother, she jumps off a bridge. So I'm assuming that's where she was injured. But um, she, but you, you kind of think like, oh, like you know, did she? You get mad at her and like you know, she crippled her yeah. legs with her mind or something like. Yeah, and it turns out she even does this when she's asleep, which is really dangerous because she's not even controlling it at that point. Uh. But she's really annoyed at her little brother because he's always crying and whatnot. And she basically just she makes him teleport uh, under the ice. And the dad because it's, it's a really effective shot when you see this like kid, like this baby, like oh, floating God. behind the ice under the water is really effective. Um, and George, I have to give them credit because after the opening scene, I'm like, you're going to really have to convince me that he he thought this was worth killing her for. Whatever it is, whatever convinced him, it's going to have to be like something really, really effective. And to be fair, like, like, cause they already established that they they, they kind of like figured that she could she could do this because she put him under the couch that one time. Um, oh, and yeah. it's like, how could he get under there? She she couldn't even pick this up. Like this was too like he could barely lift it. Like so, she's like, obviously the six year old didn't lift it. So, you know, like, they set that up. Um, so the big thing in the movie is, though, is that the first half of the film, she, she befriends this Anya. Um, and at first, like, the, the, she, she, Anya's just there in the in the library when she has a, her first seizure. And then after that, she sort of sees her and says, hello, this is my name, Anya. And uh, that's kind of it. She friends her on Facebook. And Thelma, you know, takes a liking to her. And she kind of intentionally goes to the same bar that she's at. Uh, just so she can run into her, but then you know, and he's like, "Oh, you can hang out with us and you know, do a thing." And it's kind of like you, and, and like you were saying earlier, like 
you know, she's at this like new place. Like she doesn't really have any friends. She's awkward and stuff. So, you know, of course, like it's a really big deal to have this person come up to her and like befriend her. It's kind of like, oh, like, you know, this is yeah. what she's, you know, I've been missing what I've been waiting for. Yeah. And they end up, you know, she ends up sitting with her friends and uh, with her all night. Um, and then later that night she's looking at the phone and she's you know Anya posted a photo of her, with her you know in a group photo on Facebook and she's all excited um, and it's like and I, I like this just of social media and movies by the way some some movies can overdo it but this is just true to life now is like this is what yeah, she would be so, looking at yeah yeah so you know um, but and, and it's never like a, a plot point really or anything oh yeah, it's just yeah. like a very like oh this is realistic this is like how this would go down or whatever absolutely yeah um and you know she she's like she, and later on that night she's like thinking about her and she makes Anya like walk to her house and the next morning Anya's like I don't even know where, I don't even know where you lived really like I I, I guess she told yeah. me but I don't remember that and she she just they just kind of chuck it up to her being drunk um but the implication of course is that she she willed her to walk here um and I think this is during the dream sequence when the snake's coming towards her and it's the yeah. idea that the snake is the temptation you know Garden of Eden all that. Uh, biblical imagery um and yeah. I, I guess we mentioned it before but there's like a big kind of like uh christian uh setup to this where mm. you know her family's very religious and you, you can tell the like that she's like she's into it but she seems like she's also kind of trying to break away from it like you know she's talking to her dad and they're talking about this these other like christian people and she's like well they're pretty crazy i mean they're out there right and the dad's kind of like no like what are you what are you talking about yeah, yeah. She's she's basically she's she's studying biology, so she's kind of questioning the stupidity of some of these extremists. And the dad's like, "I don't make fun of people now. You don't know everything." Yeah. And because because the movie up until this point plays as okay, her parents are super religious, and they would be like horrified that their daughter's gay. Because there's a moment when she's at dinner with them, and she looks over at a gay couple, like these two guys holding hands or whatever. Oh, yeah. And she kind of smiles, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. I see where we're going with this movie. And everybody Anya is really sweet. Like her affection for her is really sweet. Um, and they end up hanging out a lot. And you know she she starts drinking with her at one one point, and they bond. And she talks about her her parents, and they get to know each other. Um, and then eventually she goes to like uh, with Anya and her mother uh, to this uh, ballet or whatever it is, this dance show. Yeah. And I actually got really nervous when she went in there because I was like, oh god, like. If she, she has a seizure in here, it's like they, like this is the worst place for oh, yeah. and, and, and a room full of an audience like this, and she does actually kind of get. It feels one. like they were setting it up, like they were kind of, you know, you see the yeah. thing on the roof starts like shaking. Yeah, well, she's she's kind of fighting it. She's kind of holding her hand and she's trying to fight it. But it happens because Anya during the show starts to touch her leg. This is the first real sexual like interaction between them, where and it's really the first time that it's confirmed that Anya's kind of feeling that way back, and Anya's kind of touching her leg and. Uh, you know, so on, holding her hand, and she leaves. And one of the things that I thought was interesting, and I, what I thought was done really well, is the idea that clearly Thelma wants this. She, she's you know, mm. after the night that Anya spent at her place, just to you know, because she ended up there that night and she slept in the same bed. You know, she finds a hair the next day and she sort of you know smells the hair, and it's like clear how like much she cares for her and how she's attracted to her. She really wants to be with her, but when Anya makes a move, it makes her uncomfortable. Um, at the party when they get high, or at least she thinks she gets high, uh, she then like has a dream of Anya making a move on her and and like pro- proper you know flat out you know groping uh, with her, and then it turns out it didn't happen. But 
as she's <laughs> thinking about this, the, 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 we get like this vision of a snake and into her mouth. And again, it's the temptation. The snake's tempting her. So it's the idea that every time she, she gets, thinks about this and she wants this, she's then reminded of her upbringing and she feels guilty and she wants to like run away from it. Just like the scene after the, the, the dance hall scene, Anya chases her out and kisses her. And Thelma kisses her back, and the kiss happens for a little bit, and then Thelma gets like scared and worried and runs away. Like she can't hold. So the, the movie at this point is purely about a girl who's got really conservative religious parents, and she's gay, and she's been told not to be this her whole life, and she's kind of discovering it, but she's scared. And as that, the movie's very good up until this point. Yeah. It is hitting all these points, and you can almost argue the seizures because the, the doctor says these seizures are like caused by stress. They're, they're not epilepsy. It's maybe a stress thing. And it's okay. You could argue at this point that's all they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, other than the fact that the you know parts of the building are shaking as well. Like that. Obviously, that's the one yeah. thing that's like, yeah, full on supernatural. But it, it, it was funny. The uh, the ballet scene uh, actually reminded me of uh, Batman Begins. Just like the, the way it was shot. Like <laughs> I can see you know, that. It keeps like cutting to the dancers, like you know, up close dancing intense, and then it cuts to her like looking all scared in the audience, like. Uh, so I, I thought that was funny, and then um, she's got a fear of ballerinas, and then she'll become ballerina girl <laughs> or ba- ballerina woman <laughs> as a vigilante later. That could be interesting. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then yeah, talking about the uh, the you know high scene or, or whatever where you know she thinks she gets high, and then like they start making out. <laughs> I, it, it's so weird because like I didn't realize it was a dream sequence at first, so I was just like wow this is like a pretty crazy party if they're just like yeah let's pretty much just like have sex like right in front of them. I, I think you're not supposed to know it's like, a dream sequence going at it yeah I, I think you're not supposed to know it's a dream sequence and then maybe sort of as it goes further and further maybe start to think oh wait a minute yeah. this is a bit far um and then she saw because we get a flash of this later when it turns out she was actually playing with herself like to everyone else in the room she was actually doing that to herself and that's why they were making fun of her um which is awkward. That is like, yeah. God, that's yeah, that, that'd be like really hard to come back from. In all honesty, I mean, it's one thing if you know you're doing it and you're like, screw it, I'm just going to do yeah. it. I don't care. And it's another oh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're not aware you're doing it and people are noticing and it's like, oh, geez. Uh, yeah. But and, and like, obviously screw that one blonde dude for just being like a jerk. Oh god, yeah, he was being awful. But here's here's the thing is because she goes to that party with the guy, it's after they've kissed and she's been kind of ghosting Anya for a couple of days and she comes to the party with her ex-boyfriend and it's again she's trying to prove like hey like you know I'm I'm with a guy, I'm you know this that. Um she's like fighting back. It's worth mentioning as well that her parents are constantly calling her like every day and they're upset when she doesn't respond, she doesn't answer the call. They're constantly calling her like an unhealthy amount. It's basically harassment at a point. Um, now, uh, do you think part of that is like, uh, like, yes, they probably are like, you know, um, overprotective as parents, but also if they know that she has this power that they want to make sure, like, hey, know, like I, nothing weird's happened, right? That's the weird thing is I think that is the case. I think it is because they're trying to keep an eye on her in case anything weird happens with the power. But like, if you took that out of it, it still plays as just an ultra, like, like, oh yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, crazy about how they take care of their daughter and like invading their life and no space and all that I mean it's kind of weird that because of the power and the metaphor of what that means later on it justifies it in kind of hindsight but it's like you know it's just kind of weird but yeah so it's, it's all it's all going and um, basically 
Thelma goes in for some tests, she has to go for an MRI, and they have to, like, monitor her while she actually has a seizure. So we have a scene where the doctor, while she's all hooked up with, like, devices and stuff, actually tries to provoke a reaction to get her to have a seizure. So he starts, like, digging at her past, digging at, you know, her, 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 her father, this incident where she had, like, a breakdown as a kid. Um, but, but there's not a lot of medical records about it, it's just sort of vaguely on a record. Um, and she she this, starts sorry i don't know is, is this when you start to learn about her uh grandmother i think yeah that's yeah. I, I don't know if that came before this scene okay um I, I think she may have heard about her before this scene but then she goes to see her afterwards okay uh but she starts to think of, of anya because because the, the, the doctor's like oh i think is, is do you have boy troubles is there a boy and she starts looking at vanya and it's all this quick cutting, which by the way, I actually have a complaint here, uh, just on a technical level. I actually, there's like a strobing effect during this scene, and it was so goddamn strong, it was actually making me feel queasy. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, calm down the strobe effect a little bit, please. I, I thought I was getting epilepsy with the way this was going at my eyes. Uh, but she's thinking of Anya, and Anya, like, seems to sense something at her house. Like, she's in her apartment, and she seems mm. to sense something. And Anya, like, it does this effect where the glass behind her and the window all shatters and then reforms. But as it reforms, Anya goes in with it and disappears out of existence. And it's like, oh, she just erased her from existence by accident. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And this is where we go full, like, supernatural. And could this go, like, is she going to become this evil, like, satanic woman who's going to, like, just make people disappear? Like, are are we going to do that? Oh, that episode of Twilight Zone where the kid can make people disappear, so they all have to worship and do whatever the kid says because he's too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, are we going down that route? Like, is that where we're going with this? And it doesn't really do that. Like, like what do they say? Like, oh, that's a good thing. That's a <laughs> like whenever something happens that time. Yeah. Like, that that was good. <laughs> yeah. So she ends up going back to her parents, and she tells them everything that's been happening. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that her, you know, she, obviously she's a grandmother first. Her grandmother has just been doped up for years, and her grandmother made her husband disappear, and she blamed herself. And now it's happened to her, of course. And the dad, for whatever reason, it skipped him. Maybe, maybe it only like happens in the woman in the in the bloodline. But he um, starts to give her medication, and that's kind of the back half of the movie. Uh, and and obviously the metaphor here, I think, is quite clear where. Rowland understand her gift, her power, and try to harness it. You know, teach her to like try and like learn to use it, try and control it, and understand it. They try and suppress it with medication, and even talk about killing her. Like, do we just end this now? <laughs> Is this too dangerous? The mother's really for just killing her. Um, and I think the metaphor here is quite clear. It's like, no, if your if your child is you know gay or whatever you let them explore their sexuality, you understand it, you, you accept it, you help them understand it themselves, you, you encourage, you support, right? You support, that's the word. And that, you know, that doesn't happen and that just creates this. So the actual, like, it's basically just the whole thing is just a metaphor for, like, these are the extreme things that happen, the outbursts, the medical problems. It's, this, is, this is what will build up and will explode if you, if you treat it this way. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward as far as like messages go um, and I think the end of the movie where like she actually makes her because there's a story early on where as a kid her dad held her hand over a candle, a flame um, oh, yeah. just long enough and said to her this is what hell feels like all the time right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, like really really bad She's, parenting 101 
she yeah that, that basically this movie is like how not to be a parent right that's basically what this movie is <laughs> she makes him spontaneously combust when he's out in a boat in the lake next to the house which this by the <laughs> you, i have to say this was a really good visual effect yeah no like yeah like I, I think the um like there's not a lot of you know these examples of you know the power kicking in but the few times that they do they always like look pretty cool and you know it's not like a I don't think there's any scenes where I was like, you know, like, oh, that, like, looked cheap or anything. Like, even the, you know, snake stuff, which is obviously CGI, I didn't think looked that bad. Yeah, they had a few effects scenes, and they, they, they spent their money wisely, it seems. But I think that fire one stuck out to me, though, because it was, like, I don't know, like, that's the sort of effect that I've seen before, and I usually expect it to look like shit. But it looked pretty good. It, it was especially cruel, though, because he... he he jumped into the lake to put it out and that seemed to work and then he, as soon as he came back out at the top again he just burst into flames again and I, I was like that that was darkly kind of funny almost like no no the water's not even going to help we're just going to keep burning um, and she goes out to the water to swim in it and try and help him and there's this weird thing where she she comes out of the water and it's the swimming pool because she's had a few scenes at the swimming pool at this point mm-hmm. at, back at the college and you know Anya's there and Anya kisses her and then it cuts back to her and she's just on the shore of the of the lake she's on the side of the lake and it's like she's had this kind of rebirth this kind of like awakening where she's accepted what she is and and what she what she can do and because one of the questions i had as soon as like it was like oh you know your grandmother could you know could do anything she could just will it to happen i immediately said two things in my head i was like okay one can you make good things happen or is it only taken away and secondly can you then bring Anya back? Like, can you bring someone back that you've yeah. you've taken away? Um, I immediately said that, and we actually see that she can do good things because she 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 cures her mother. She she makes her mother walk again, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a seizure. She just steps in and just like holds a leg and just you know, and you can see where it was going. I kind of knew this was about to happen, but sure enough, her mother gets up out of the wheelchair and she's you know she's she's walking around, and. And you know, Thelma walks off all all defiant and like you know, strong and proud and like you know, away from her parents, away from the 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 closeting, if you will, that her parents have kind of enforced upon her. Um, and the idea that the power just represents like sexuality or or whatever it may be, whatever it may be that a parent may try to suppress because they're not they're not happy with it. Um, and imagine what you could do with that power, just like anytime you want a pizza. <laughs> It just like shows up like right at your door. Tim, you could make an entire building appear that cooks you pizza twenty four seven, and all you can think about is oh, a pizza <laughs> appears at my door. I mean, yeah, I might be a little hungry, but <laughs> I'm a little peckish myself, Tim. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit peckish myself. Um, and then she goes back to the college, and sure enough, Anya comes up behind her and kisses her, and she's there now. Um. In fact, we know she's back as well because her phone uh, rings and you see Anya's name on the phone. I mean, it's not 100% confirmation, but it's an implication that as soon as she comes out of that war, Anya's back. That she came back into existence because of this. Um, So, I I think... I mean, I I suppose... I suppose if I'm going to continue with the metaphor, what does the the baby brother represent? If if, if this whole thing is a, a representation of someone's sexuality and the parents try to suppress it, I guess the baby brother actually represents what the parents think of as the normal child they're losing because their kid is different. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Like, 
know, the baby brother represents what she would be if she was normal in their eyes. Okay. Yeah. And and she killed and, uh, that normal person because she's the way she is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tim. Makes I'm, sense. I'm getting very analytical here. I, I know, <laughs> I know you like the the the, the big explosions and the the bump the bumper bumps. <laughs> the wampa bumps. The wampa bumps. Yes. Okay. No, you know wampa is a creature from Star Wars, right? I didn't. I've forgotten that. <laughs> What can I say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made a. I accidentally made a Star Wars reference. I'm sick to my stomach. I wish I could have a seizure and make it all go back. Oh dear. Uh, there's a lot of these little filmmaking touches in this that I really liked. Uh, like when she has her first seizure, it's like she wets herself, and when it cuts to the next shot and the. <laughs> I was just getting to what I like about it. When it cuts to the next <laughs> shot. And she's sitting in like a doctor's office. She's wearing like uh, like sweatpants, and it cuts to her like a lap to show you that she's wearing sweatpants. And I like that. It was like, here's the here's the like because if you've ever like had to like change your clothes into something that's not your clothes because of like a medical thing, like whether it was a school or whatever, it's always kind of uncomfortable. You're always kind of like, uh, like I'm, you know, oh sure, you know, mildly embarrassing but definitely uncomfortable. And so it just it focused on it. it like it was this hyper focus because that's what she's probably thinking right now, and I thought that was effective. Um, I, I think it's a really effective main movie. I, I think it just falls down in the last half because once it actually becomes the the parents dealing with her, I, I almost just didn't need the the power. Like this could have just been about them trying to no, deal with definitely. her because she's gay, and that'd have been enough. That'd have been an interesting <laughs> movie. And I mean, yeah, I feel like it has to be one or the other. Like, yes. this could have been a very effective, you know, drama about yeah, someone dealing with their sexuality and their you know religious upbringing, or it could have been also been like a kick-ass movie just about like you know this girl uh, who has powers. Like, you know, probably would have been a little bit of a Carrie ripoff, but like it still could have been cool. Like, y- you know, if she's just like at one point just like ah screw this, and then yeah. yeah taking it out on everyone or whatever like that could have been cool too but yeah when you're trying to mash them together uh it just makes it feel like too uneven um you know makes some stuff just feel like a little more unnecessary and maybe you know a little longer than it should be which uh yeah it's a real shame because it's definitely not bad like you know i there isn't really anything about it that i would say like you know would would make it not worth watching or, or make it necessarily a bad movie um but it just takes away from what could have possibly been like a pretty great movie and just kind of made it uh, like an okay movie yeah um i think honestly like I, I think you just have to take out either the real thing or the metaphor have the metaphor speak yeah. for itself and sort of explore it that way or just do the real thing and it was really good at doing the real thing so i'd say like take out the metaphor in this case because that's just what it was good at but I, I I I don't know. It's a little bit frustrating because I I think I think there's a great movie in there. I I think it just does a f- there's just some of those drawbacks just kind of pull it down a little bit. But again, just a little bit. Like it like it's really well made. Performances are really good, and it does have some really. Gr- and I, I like that it has an uplifted ending. I mean, the uplifted ending kind of yeah. al- is almost the final nail that says this is not a horror movie because it ends with a really kind of upbeat <laughs> thing. But like. Yeah. I mean, for a, for a movie where the 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 main character ends up burning her father alive, it has a very <laughs> very positive message at the end where she's overcame yeah. her parents' uh, control and she's her own person. But again, if if you didn't do the whole superpower thing, you could literally just have that be her, like you know, standing up to them and leaving and just walking out. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I kind of wonder what um, like what what the you know the story they came up with about the baby would have been because they would have had to have like you know uh, told the authorities something. Uh, and oh and yeah, I, point, I would imagine yeah. like one of those parents is going away for negligence or something. Yeah, no, that's a good. That's a good. Unless they still blamed it in her. Because a six-year-old uh, wouldn't get yeah, into much trouble, It'd just be like, oh, she had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and uh, I, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting too. I wasn't really, uh, I didn't really think about it too much during the movie until you were kind of talking uh, and bringing it up too. But you can also see this kind of like a, like a, you could, you know, uh, make a parallel to like an interesting like uh, take on like abortion or something because you have it, it's funny you have these you know very hmm. Christian uh, parents who are wondering if they should kill their child which you know like usually is, is something that you know they're very much against but they're kind of like oh should we kill her uh then, and, i don't know just uh i i just kind of thought about that now but that's kind of some interesting uh yeah i never thought about that either that. but it's an interesting night so it's just i don't know if it's even an idea so much as it's just an interesting perspective on like what's going oh, sure. on yeah, yeah. because because just because yeah they're so religious but it's like no let's just kill the kid that's <laughs> I mean, I, do, and, uh... I guess I mean I suppose you have to ask. I like, would have to ask some like, real religious people. Hey, if if I mean I know, you're, I know you're against abortion typically, but if I told you the 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 fetus was the like the the antichrist, like it was Satan himself, in in baby form, yeah. would that then be viable? <laughs> would you would you be up for it then? That'd be the question I'd ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a very interesting take, and uh, I I really like the scene where um, because uh, it. it you know again i feel like it's kind of like an interesting take you don't see very often where um you know she's kind of first hanging out with the the people at the bar and you have that one kind of jerky blonde guy and he's like you know talking to her about all this stuff like when he finds out she's religious and you know kind of not really like outright making fun of her but definitely you know being pretty condescending about her and then like you know she i like that you know she kind of fires back with them and is like oh well like you know like she like oh how do you know like a god exists or whatever blah blah she's like well how like how do you know like how your phone works and what and she he's like well i don't i, I don't know how my phone works I, I know that it works i know that it's not god and i like that i, I thought that she kind of owned him in that moment which i thought was nice because yeah um yeah even if you're not religious like don't don't be that jerk that's like you know looking down on someone because they are yeah it was it was an interesting scene because i mean it was funny because i was sitting there thinking as, as they were having that debate and i was like You've got an answer for this, right? You, 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 even if you don't know how it works, you can you can prove how it works. You can go and learn how it works, and you will know how it yeah. works. Because um, he tries to, like, oh, he bounces off satellites and there's radiation or something. <laughs> that's why that's, that's why they give <laughs> yeah. me cancer. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but but her points her points, you know, she, she makes a good point and it kind of shuts yeah. him up a little bit. Um, yeah, it was, no, it was an interesting thing. But it's also funny because she's kind of arguing something that she's kind of breaking away from in a lot of ways. Um, oh, yeah. Well, uh, again, I think that's maybe another interesting thing that probably didn't get explored enough where, uh, like, I like that, you know, she's torn, like, a little bit. Like, it's clear that she, you know, isn't as into this faith, you know, as, like, her parents are and stuff, but it doesn't, you know, it seems like she's not 100% willing to give it up, so, uh, yeah, I think that struggle is kind of interesting, and, you know, 
yeah. maybe could have done with I, into it a little bit more. I guess by the end, because it was about her breaking away, but we never really established at the end if she still like was religious. Like at the end of the movie, does she True. still believe in God? Does she still believe in this stuff? Um, She's and, like, I'm Jesus now. <laughs> basically, that's the thing. She her power is so strong, like she can just rewrite. She's basically a Thanos. She can rewrite reality at her will. <laughs> Oh, actually, yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's she, not like too far off. <laughs> she she has a built-in infinity gauntlet, <laughs> and she can yeah. just do what she wants. So, you know, um, you can almost do anything with a sequel to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost do anything. Uh, but Thelma to hello, Mary Lou. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> call it Thelma and Anya just to confuse people Thelma and Anya okay is that a sequel to Thelma and Louise what what <laughs> anyway I like yeah I, I, I think it's a pretty solid it's a really well made movie really good performances uh, excellent first half I think the actual power stuff brings it down a little bit in the second half I don't know if I needed it yeah. uh, but I do like the ending uh, and yeah I so if we're going to rate the movie, Tim, um, mm-hmm. where, where are you landing on it? <sighs> I feel like it's a little harsh, but like oh, I, I, I can't go too high. Um, even though there was like a lot I liked, it's just yeah, it's the unevenness. It was the the slowness at, at parts, and uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with like a, a six point five, which feels a little low, uh, considering like there was some stuff that I thought did uh, exceptionally well. Like, um, again, just the, the look of the movie itself was just really impressive. Like, um, uh, like another thing I liked is, uh, whenever they did like those really like, you know, like a uh, wide shots, like when, or like, you know, when they would like, uh, you know, show like the school from like a- above and, you know, just, yeah. uh, and then kind of like slowly like zoom in. Like, uh, I always thought like, you know, that stuff like looked really, uh, yeah, cause impressive. It, it, and- it, it mirrored that at the start and the end because at the start it like started yeah. wide and went into her really close and then at the end of the movie it started in with her with Anya and then it pulled out to sort of a similar shot yeah, yeah. so like I, I really like that stuff so I, I think it easily could have been like um, you know maybe like you know like an eight-ish territory if it was just uh, yeah a little more focused a little tighter but I feel kind of bad because I, I did enjoy it but that's uh, that's my score yeah um you know, it's funny talking about it. I think I like it a bit more than I actually started. Mm. Um, I do have some problems with it, but I do think it's really well made. And like I say, I wouldn't recommend it as a horror movie. Like, obviously, that's weird to say because you're coming here for yeah. you know screams after midnight. You're coming for <laughs> horror movies, but I wouldn't actually recommend it as that. I'd recommend it as a pretty good character drama that happens to have this extra element uh, on yeah. it. Yeah, again, if I wasn't going in, uh, also maybe expecting something a little bit more horror-ish, that that might have painted my perception as well. Yeah, I'm giving it, I think, a 7.5, but I'm really tempted to give it the 8. Like, I'm really, because it's so, when it's good, it's really good. Like, it really is. I I wouldn't argue with that. I I mean, I I think it easily could have been if it was, yeah, just more focused as one thing. Yeah, so I'm gonna to have to go with seven point five. Uh, I'm gonna to have to go with the is like if I if we did like you know the you know a full like ten point decimal system, right? I would probably give it like a seven point nine because it's so close. It is like just it is sure. so so close. 
um, but I can't do it, and I don't round up in that sense. You know, it's just whatever it's made yeah. it to, and no more. Uh, but it is so close, and I feel bad. But like, it just, mm, it's just, just a little bit murky with the second half, and it's just a little bit too long. Uh, but yeah. there's a lot of great stuff. I still recommend checking out though, if you feel like the sound of what we said. Um, but that's still. I, I was, uh, yeah, I, I was glad I watched it. Like I definitely didn't, you know, regret watching it or anything. So, um, yeah. you know, props to uh, whoever recommended it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a movie from the crypt. So you know, uh, that that was a fairly positive. I mean, it's, it's some issues, but fairly positive. Um, it's a bit of a crap I shoot with I'm, the I'm... movies you guys submit sometimes. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I would say probably of the because I, I think we did about three crypt picks at this point. Yeah, sounds uh, about right. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think it was what um what was that first one something about eyes like oh my little eye. Yeah, it was my little eye high tension, and then this one I, I believe were the three that we did. Uh, unless we did another one, and I'm forgetting. But I, I would say of the three, I like this one the best, probably. Um. I don't know, actually. This and High Tension are probably in similar, yeah, similar place for me. But that's fair. That's fair. Um, but no, that is a uh, that's Thelmus. So, um, if you have seen the movie, let us know what you thought of it in the comments below. Uh, by all means, uh, we mentioned Patreon, of course, because this did come from the Crypt, which is our our to do list that patrons submit to. Uh, but we should also mention. You can get uh, some other stuff over there. You get to vote once a month on an episode of Screams After Midnight. And we're constantly trying to think of other new perks to add. Specifically the $1 tier. There's not a lot for Screams in the $1 tier. So we're trying to add, think of something to add in there. Um, but, you know, more more on that when, when and if it happens. When? It'll be when. Uh, but that is... Uh, so check check that out at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv um, and you can support us that way. Uh, you also support us, of course, by liking, subscribing, all the rest of it, all, all the other usual things that people say on the YouTubes or, uh, you know, review the podcast on iTunes if you're on the audio feed, whatever. Uh, all that's cool. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening and we always appreciate it. Keep watching Scary TV, guys. Scary TV, sorry. I'm thinking we're doing Tales from the Crypt here. Keep watching Scary Movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.